because I transitioned very young, have an immense amount of privilege. There are a lot of experiences that I have never had that would have made my trans life more complicated because I transitioned so young. So when I think about people who are transitioning in high school or even middle school, those are people who are really set up for success. Hey guys, it's Kat and it's time for another episode of True Tea. I wanted to thank you guys for joining me for yet another episode of True Tea. We do these episodes every single month live on YouTube. And we also have a podcast where I do a call-in show the following Wednesday where I ask you guys for your brew of True Tea. Anyway, I wanted to remind you guys that we do the call-in shows on my Discord. Discord is basically where we've been hosting the call-in shows for the past couple of months. It hasn't been perfect, but it definitely has allowed more people to call in. And it's also allowed me to have a bit of a screening process. So theoretically, it is a better system. Thank you guys for bearing with me as I still figure out how to do all of this. Y'all know that I am, you know, like a 50 year old when it comes to technology. So I really appreciate the patience. But anyway, we're gonna be having a conversation in this video about a complicated topic. So as per usual, I would highly suggest that you go to your kitchen and grab yourself something to drink. All right. So I wanted to talk to you guys about something that may or may not be a little controversial. And the question that I wanna ask this month is how young is too young to be transgender. Now, the reason why I wanted to ask this question is because we're having so many conversations about trans youth right now. As we've discussed on previous episodes, there is a concerted effort to basically make being transgender harder and harder and harder. And one of the first things that they're starting to do is go after trans kids. They wanna make it so that in some states, the doctors who treat trans children are arrested, they also want to make it so that the people who are in the family who support this trans child are also being charged for child abuse. And there's a lot of really shitty things happening to trans kids. And they've already started to fight to make it harder for anyone to be transgender. And you know, you guys know that <laughs> I don't like to sort of entertain completely the idea that people are just ignorant, right? The cruelty is the point. We're seeing that more and more. And I think it's silly to act like the people who are legislating against transgender people just don't understand. But I do feel like there are still some people who do feel that way. And I wanted to start this conversation for that reason. To have a conversation about kids who are transitioning and my own sort of thoughts about it. And as I said, we have a call-in show where y'all can come and give me your thoughts as well. So I guess we can start from my own perspective. If you've been part of this channel for a while, you already know this story, but I transitioned fairly young. I started my medical transition at 19 years old. I started socially transitioning at 15 slash 16. And I kind of started in a very gender queer gender fuckery kind of perspective, right? That was part of who I was for a really long time. I identified as queer. I enjoyed sort of existing in the in-between. And that was 
kind of a, a loud way that I expressed myself throughout life. And when I went away to college, I had the realization that I wasn't really being honest with myself when it came to that, that my genderqueer identity, and this is my story, not everyone's, was really based in this desire for me to reach for who I knew myself to be and also maintain a part of the persona that some people had grown to love, because y'all know I was a little bit popular in high school or whatever. So, you know, I really struggled really confidently claiming myself as a trans woman. And when I went away to college, I realized I had the no responsibility to be the person who I said I was the day before. And I started to physically transition. And that is something that I'm very thankful I did. To me, I'm 31 years old now. Transitioning is something that I can't imagine not doing. And frankly, even though I transitioned in my mid to late teens, I still sort of avoided a lot of the things that quite a few of my trans elders, quite a few of the trans people who came before me had to go through because a lot of their experience with transition was transitioning later in life, transitioning often after children, after a marriage, after living a long life, being known and seen as a man in society. And because I transitioned so young, I can't really say that society has ever known me as a man. And that has been incredibly beneficial to my life. It's made it so that I have a much easier way moving through the world. And for me, that is kind of the reason I understand why people, when they find out that their child is transgender, want to support them. And let's start off by saying this. I feel like this is really important for me to make clear. I did not grow up with supportive parents, right? A lot of the hurdles that I faced in the earlier years of my life was related to that. A lot of the abuse and the grooming that I eventually experienced was really related to familial rejection that sort of made me feel like I needed to run away and find people who accepted me. And unfortunately, back then, the people that I found were groomers. The people I found were pervy old men who were more than happy to allow me to be who I was around them. And that was that, right? And for me, understanding what my life was, especially during those years, makes it so that I have an immense appreciation for the fact that there are parents right now who are open to the idea of having a child who was transgender because all I knew growing up was that that was the embodiment of everything my father especially did not want for me to be. Fast forward years and years later, my father and I don't really have a relationship. I might call him twice a year. That's just what it is. That's the relationship that I have. And that rift has made my life harder. The rift between who I was and who my family wanted me to be has made a lot of navigating through the world much harder for me. But I also, because I transitioned very young, have an immense amount of privilege. There are a lot of experiences that I have never had that would have made my trans life more complicated because I transitioned so young. So when I think about people who are transitioning in high school or even middle school, those are people who are really set up for success. And I guess this is really important to, to define what success is for a trans person, right? 
I think some people don't get this because the way that they digest trans media is, uh, you know, very particular. But for most transgender people, the goal in their life is to not constantly have to talk about being transgender. It's not, it's to not constantly have to refer or describe or discuss or reference their trans status because especially in our society as it is currently, that is often a deterrent, right? That is often a thing that makes you living your life harder. And when I was younger, I had the goal of being stealth because realistically, especially back when I came up in, you know, the the mid to late 2000s, it wasn't possible for you to be out in trans and also survive. It wasn't possible for you to be out in trans and be anything other than a sex worker, right? Which sex work is work. Obviously, I've told you guys in the past that I have a sex work past, but I did not want that to be who I was, right? And so... I knew that if I wanted to have a chance at living a quote normal life, look at me now, I'm so much weirder than for reasons that have nothing to do with me being transgender, but I knew that if I wanted to live a normal life, stealth was going to have to be part of it. And I was stealth for a couple of years and my life when I was stealth was very free of at least how to say this? Did I have strife? Yes. But the strife that I had was mostly related to me feeling super isolated. A lot of my stealth came from me isolating myself from other people. And when I say that, I mean isolating myself from so social groups, moving to certain areas, not going to this place or that place where someone knows who I am and then thus knows that I'm transgender, right? A lot of that time for me was stressful in that way. But when it came to my transness being used against me, non-existent, didn't happen. And that was refreshing. And so I know that, that the parents of trans kids who support their children transitioning young are supporting the ability for those kids to do that, the ability for those kids to have a quote, normal life. For some people, if my kid's gonna be trans, I might as well make it so that they have the most normal life possible. And I think what some people don't get is that a lot of the financial burden of being transgender is related to a transgender person trying to reverse their secondary sex characteristics. When a trans woman goes and gets surgery for her face, she's predominantly getting rid of and sometimes feminizing even further all of the things that developed during puberty, right? When a trans person gets, you know, a breast augmentation, they are addressing the fact that they did not develop breasts during puberty. And obviously these things are incredibly expensive. I'm part of a couple of different trans surgery groups. And just so that people understand, it's very hard to get any of the surgeries that I've mentioned without spending upwards of $100,000. Imagine if you felt like the only way for you to be able to start your life is if you spent $100,000. Now, because I transitioned young, I've never really had to do that. I've never had plastic surgery. I've never done anything, you know, to my face. I mean, I've had a surgery that I won't talk to y'all about, but it has nothing to do with anything you see here. But you know, it's, I didn't have to do all of that. I didn't have to, in quotations, do all that to be able to live a functioning life. And so a lot of people don't understand why younger trans people are put on puberty blockers. But the reason why is so that those kids, when they become adults, have the ability to take 
their own transition into their own hands. There are very few situations where before someone turns the age of 18, they have a surgery, right? The only surgeries I've actually heard of people under the age of 18 having in terms of trans care relates to trans men specifically having top surgery, right? For people who might not understand this terminology, people who were assigned female at birth who identify as men, removing their breast, right? That is probably the only time I've really heard of anyone having, you know, a pretty drastic irreversible surgery. When you're trans and you want to get surgery, generally what ends up happening is your doctor will tell you that you have to be on hormones for a little while before you even start to entertain the idea of surgery, right? Like I have pretty sizable breasts, but let's say that I didn't. Let's say that I started with a really flat chest and had to develop my breast. My doctor would not advise me, though this does happen, to get breast implants because what would happen is my body would not have developed to create the space for it, right? If you get breast implants before developing breast tissue, what you usually get looks like a really hard balloon under skin, right? It doesn't look natural, right? So in order for someone to have a breast augmentation that looks natural, they would probably have to develop breast tissue. So, you know, there's really not, <laughs> uh, at least from what I've seen, if there's stories, y'all will have to let me know. There's not a huge movement of people who are having surgeries before the age of 18, because before the age of 18, the vast majority of these people are not on hormones, right? The vast majority of these people don't actually take feminizing or masculinizing hormones, they take puberty blockers, which essentially once you stop, your puberty happens as your puberty does, right? And again, that's something that will address all of the secondary sex characteristics that most trans people would try to subvert after they become of age and actually can elect for surgery, right? When I see a, a, a family supporting their trans kids, Honestly, I mean, and maybe this is just because this has been a struggle in my life for so long. I think of the amount of money they're saving, the lack of burden that they're putting on their kid. Because again, think of how you would feel if you had to spend over $100,000 to feel like you had to start living your life. Again, the goal of, I'd say most trans people is just to be able to function. And I remember when I got to a point where I was no longer constantly referencing my transness. I was no longer constantly talking about being transgender. And it really did make everything in my life a lot easier. You know, there's a lot to be said about the negative aspects of gender assimilation as a trans person. Yes, we could talk about that. Maybe that'll be another episode, right? But I also cannot deny that the moment I changed my name, changed my gender marker, and hormones judged me just a little bit. <laughs> I lived a much much more comfortable, happy, productive life because I wasn't constantly having to talk about, focus on, and derail every conversation to talk about being transgender. That's just, it was no longer a thing I was doing, right? And so... <sighs> I think that when you are a trans person and you understand yourself as trans at a young age, you know, here's the thing. I think that, you know, all right, I'm going to say this and I don't know how people are going to feel about it, but to some degree, I think that there is a lot 
of beauty and being able to explore, right? And what I mean when I say that is because I started from a very genderqueer, not necessarily here or there perspective, I was allowed to really feel the wide breadth of gender, the wide breadth of gender expression and identity, right? I was able to exist in a very amalgamous way that didn't exactly put labels on it, didn't really say I was this or that, right? And that sort of freedom allowed me to really figure out who the fuck I was, which was a binary trans woman. And I do appreciate the fact that I had that because it just made me understand myself so much more. You know, some people, and I don't know everything about all trans kids, but some people are under the impression that kids are coming to this understanding of themselves very easily and very quickly. Doctors are pushing them in one direction. Society's pushing them in one direction. And I think that's a very interesting thing. Um, I'm not a kid who's gone to a gender clinic anytime recently. But one thing you become very aware of when you're transgender is that being trans is not easy. Being a person who has to pursue these things is not easy. It is actually very distressing. It is actually very frustrating to exist in this way. And like I said, most trans people want to just function. And so they're going to try to do everything they can to do that. And for a lot of people, that does mean assimilating into a a binary gender ideal. I don't think everyone should have to be pressured to do that, but I also understand why it happens, right? I also understand why for some people it is safer for them to choose this really, really, really far side, this really, really, really particular, I'm going to fully, fully transition, whatever that means for you, and be the opposite gender of which I was assigned at birth, right? Like that's Something that I understand, especially thinking of survival, that makes sense, right? I guess, you know, because I don't know how everything is, I doubt that anyone's being pushed into being transgender. You know, what I really like seeing in parents is like the, we're going to let you do what you want in terms of your gender. We're going to make sure you're safe. We're going to make sure that you're age appropriate. But we're going to let you explore. Because I really think that the ability to do that really does allow people to really know, really know, know, right? Here's the, the, the problem I have with this, right? I'm thinking of what would have made my life better as the adult that I am now, right? I don't know how I would be back then. I don't know if I had very accepting parents who put me on puberty blockers. I don't know what that would be like. I guess it's because I can only really know myself now. And I look at my adversity and I look at my past and I see it as something that built character for who I am today. It's hard for myself to imagine who I could be today without imagining the strife that I went through. But at the same point, I don't really want for people to go through strife. I don't really want for trans kids to have to think about the shit that I had to think about. Like I was doing survival sex work because I wanted to afford hormones, right? That was how serious it got, right? I don't want for that to be anyone's reality. I would not wish that on anyone. And so, I'm totally in favor of doing anything that makes it easier for a trans person, right? 
I guess I can't, I, I also can't, on the other hand, walk away from this thought that when I was younger and I had the freedom to explore myself and self-define myself, you know, in a way that made sense to me in the moment, that it really did help me come to terms with who I am now in a way where I could not deny it, in a way where I couldn't even imagine myself being any other way. I'm proud of that experience. So I guess it leaves me with the question mark, right? How young is too young for someone to know that they are transgender? I think we've just, we've already established that a lot of kids develop their understanding of their gender at a very young age. I think six is the age, right? They have an awareness of their gender at that age. And so to me, it's not totally um, out of the question that a young person, especially even slightly older than that, might understand themselves to be transgender. But I guess in a way, I, I do, just because of my own experience, support the idea of having them be whatever makes sense to them in the moment so they can understand themselves further. I think that's probably the most I have to say about this right now, because I guess on one hand, if people are out there pressuring people to transition, I think that's not a great thing. You know, I've talked about this a couple of times, but I know one person who came up in the 80s and in the 80s and the space that they were in, because they were a feminine male, people really encouraged them to transition because that was in the space they were in the norm. If you're feminine, you transition. If you're masculine, you don't, right? I don't love that idea. I don't love that idea for many, 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 many reasons. Biggest one being that this particular person later, even after they've had post-op bottom surgery, came out as not being a woman, you know, because when they sat with themselves, when they really had those conversations with themselves, they realized that that's not who they were, right? That they liked their body or whatever, but if they could could be honest about who they were back when they started, they would have probably enjoyed just being a, a little feminine boy, right? I think detransition stories are interesting because you sometimes come up on stories like this that kind of point at the fact that some people in some situations, you know, are do indeed feel pressured to transition, which I think no one should. For me, transitioning was a survival thing. It was something that I didn't, I might have questioned the reality of doing it, but once I fully understood who I was, it, there was no question about it. I couldn't imagine being anyone other than who I am today. I couldn't imagine detransitioning, but I also had the freedom early on in my life, freedom in quotations, AKA I was doing shit, you know, outside of the, <laughs> the view of my parents to explore who I was and not necessarily make that decision right away. So I guess in some ways I'm sort of divided. So I'm really curious how you guys feel because I, I don't really necessarily feel like you can't, a kid can't know that they're trans. I think someone as young as 10 can know that they're transgender, as young as six can know that they're transgender. But I do often, I do also know that there's a lot to consider when it comes to being transgender. There's a lot to consider when it comes to physically, medically transitioning. And so I wonder if, Telling kids to wait or telling kids to hold off is 
the worst thing in the world. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know. So I would love to have a conversation with you guys about it. Like y'all know this is definitely one of those episodes where I, I don't have a here or there perspective. I probably won't fully settle on an idea, but I would love to hear from you guys. So please call in on Wednesday. We're gonna have a whole conversation about this stuff. Y'all call in, correct me, come and drag me, whatever you wanna do. Just come with respect for the show and with the desire to participate in the conversation. On that note, I will see you guys next time. You guys can always check out the full call-in show on my Patreon where I archive every single episode. So yeah, check me out on there. There's also other stuff that you might like, like, you know, advanced episodes of True Tea, you know, or whatever. <laughs> on that, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.